In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's filling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is my first mate, Matt. Oh, I'm so excited for this arc. Matt, are you ready to to jump on a bird and go to Orangetown? I I was not ready to jump on a bird, uh, but I'm we're headed to Orangetown anyway. We're heading. <laughs> you are in the bird's mouth, just being carried away. Okay, so if this is your first time joining us, um, hi, welcome. Glad you're here. You should probably listen to the first few episodes as we're going through chronologically the release of One Piece. Um, how we do is we we do a description of what we'll talk about, which is what we're doing right now. Uh, Matt is going to recap uh, what he read, which is the arc of Orange Town, which is chapters. 8 through 21? 8 through 21, and I promise to do it very badly. He's going to do it to the best of his abilities. Um, then we're going to yeah, go... Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Very, very yeah. Uh, wonderfully. Uh, and then we're going to highlight uh, certain scenes, you know, things we liked from the arc. Um, things we definitely want to... Things more so I want to make sure Matt... Uh, uh, catches it and latches onto, and then we're, we're, Matt's going to review, give his reactions and his thoughts, and then I will give my general thoughts, which is one piece is the best thing ever. Um, so my thoughts are always just, "This is great. I love this. Nothing's ever wrong with nothing is ever." No, there's a few, things and we'll wrong see with where I piece. land. We'll see where uh, you land through as we go. I through. think Xander. I think we forgot kind of the one of the more important parts to remind our readers is I've never read One Piece before. He has never read One Piece. Your experience with One Piece has been me and a few other people yelling at you uh, to read One Piece. <laughs> I've, I've had people yell Tony, Tony, Choppa at like figures and stuff. Tony, I've, uh, Tony, Choppa. Yeah, that, that's how it goes. Is I'm, I'm, I assume that that's something in it. I, yeah, I've yeah. tried to watch the anime a few times, but I've never made it very far. Uh, but I've never tried the manga before. Uh, and we're pretty much approaching where I've ever gotten before. Um, we're getting close. Xander said apparently there's something called Arlong Park I need to. <gasps> I'm, I should be ready for. And I asked if that was the thing with that crocodile guy. And you said no. <laughs> no, I laughed. So, I laughed so loud. <laughs> Just like So no. I have no idea what that is when we were planning out how many chapters to do each episode for. So yeah. that, that tells you how much I know. Yeah, and I think what this is kind of the the max chapters, right? This was a good what, thirteen chapters? This was thirteen chapters, which was which I think is gonna be kind of our our, our give limit. and take max here is when we after sitting down and reading this and kind of going over how long the last episode was, we kind of came to what about ten chapters plus or minus two or three if we can hit a if we can get a hit a good stopping point in an arc. Yeah. So good, at least good, solid 10, maybe 11 chapters for uh, future arcs, depending on how long they go for. Um, but let's let's just jump right into it, Matt. Tell us what happens at the start of chapter eight labeled Nami. Yup. Enter Nami. Uh, similar to the the enter Zolo from earlier, oh, which again, fucker. I am using 
the official translation on Viz's website. Please support the official release. And that uses Zolo, so I'm using Zolo. I hate you so much. <laughs> but, Which at this point, I'm not sure what Zolo's role is on the ship. Is is he just first mate? Is that the extent he's first of his mate. duty? He's, he's the first one in the crew. He's the first mate. Like, that's the role he has to fill. Like, what other roles are there? It's captain, then first mate, and then you go down the line. Uh, you know, well, Luffy, at the very beginning, they actually here are teasing that uh, they're both hungry. And Luffy mentions that they need a cook and a musician, which I'm aware of. I'm aware that Sanji and Brooke exist, so I've never made it past Sanji's arc in the anime. Um, so I'm aware they exist and that that's what they do. So I guess that's foreshadowing. And that, but also the another immediate concern is that they need a navigator to get to the Grand Line. Uh, but bouncing back, I guess, to them being hungry, Luffy sees a bird and goes, okay, food! And yo-yos himself off the, the mast, and Zolo goes, okay, what? Uh, some pirates then try to attack the ship that, uh, Zolo, uh, that Zolo then beats up. Uh, and... We've got Luffy dropping on the island uh, while Nami is being chased with a map of the Grand Line. Wow, that's that's similar to what happened earlier. And she is she is quick with the scams. She immediately is is able to uh, set Luffy up as a patsy uh, and someone tries to touch Luffy's hat and he does not like that. Um, the then we we go to uh to buggy choking a uh, a minion he's like force choking them and I, I know he has the whole remote control body part thing so i, I paid attention to the pan to the panels and it the whole time he it's like hiding his left hand up until the point where he force chokes the guy into a cannon and then they shoot the guy out of a cannon that's when his left hand then reappears so i assume his choking is actually being done by his left hand uh Nami mentions she needs a bunch of money to buy a village. I guess it's her home or something. Uh, but she won't join Luffy because she hates pirates and betrays Luffy. Meanwhile, Zolo shows up on the island with the pirates he captures earlier, like, take me to your leader. Uh, so Luffy's in a cage. Uh, we get the description of the buggy balls, which are some big, massive cannonball. They're like a WMD. Uh, he's got this whole, like joker vibe going on buggy's a clown he is the clown pirate and he's doing this whole joker thing to him with it um which is kind of cool it's very it's, wonderful i i love buggy's whole aesthetic and i love his whole cruise aesthetic yeah and he's he's very much more true to like that that old joker kind of thing where it's like he's he's a a clown prince of crime and it's like yeah he's a clown but he's also going to stab you and it's very much playing up a little bit of not as much the insanity angle, but more just the they're really trying to show him being bloodthirsty and murderous to make that whole clown juxtaposition really hit. Uh, Nami is supposed to kill Luffy, but that would make her as bad as a pirate. So she pulls out a hidden bow staff and s stops it. Uh, she tries to then stop the cannon from going off. Uh, we get the revelation pirates killed someone in Nami's path. 
last. And it's Zolo to the rescue uh, as he then comes out and uh, he stops the, the cannon from firing. And then he slices Buggy up to pieces. He's like, well, that was easy. Psych, chop, chop, fruit. Buggy, it turns out, is uh, he has a devil fruit and it makes it where he can't be cut up, I guess. And can cut his own body into pieces. Uh, so Zolo comes up with the next brightest idea of turning the cannon uh, as it gets relit. So now Nami is is their new navigator, and Luffy is going to stay in the in in his cage, and they escape with the cage uh, until they find a dude with a lion looking for them. And it's where do these people even come from? Just <laughs> dude with a lion. It's those are those dude. are large plains animals. Moji the lion tamer is great. Okay, <laughs> he's he's a beautiful. Have you seen his great little ears on top of his head? Are, the, are those his actual ears, ears? And then he no no they're little. It's part of it's just his hairstyle. He has little lion ears for his hair because he has regular ears. It's just styled. It's just styled. He's very stylish. Uh, the hairs and all the hairstyles in, in Buggy's like main crew, right? Like the the ones we get to see fight have really rad hairstyles. <laughs> yeah, he he shows up, and uh, Luffy is uh, is trying to get the key from a dog because it's dropped because like it turns out Nami had it and then she dropped it and then this dog got it, and it's it's pretty much like a giant Pirates of the Caribbean reference. Uh, for any of you who are aware of of the part ever saw Pirates of the Caribbean, the original movie, uh, and know about the scene with the dog with the keys and that that's actually even further a callback to the original Pirates of the Caribbean ride before the movie made them rip it up and put uh, Johnny Depp in it. The original ride was better if I well, don't at me. Um, yeah, they're the pirates. Uh, it's just, I guess a, a thing pirates antagonize dogs. Uh, kind of like how in the last reading we had uh zolo was kind of addicted to dogs luffy's addicted to dogs too they're really not very kind to animals <laughs> I'm, i um <laughs> i i i don't want to believe this but like i can't disagree because like every time we see a dog it gets hurt by <laughs> by someone in the crew so far like luffy like chokes out a fucking dog being like give me this key motherfucker <laughs> Yeah, and then and then the mayor of the town shows up in like weird wooden armor, and his whole his whole his whole purpose is to deliver sad dog backstory. Like, why are you giving this dog such a sad backstory? It doesn't need one. And Dude, Luffy has... breaks out of the cage with his own strength. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I could always do this. So, is there really a need for this whole like key plot thing? It just kind of took up a chapter. Uh, we then get even more. Well, he, he doesn't break out of it. Um, the lion breaks. Yeah, the, the, the lion breaks it. Yeah, the lion breaks it. Um, but see, like, was there was there really a need for this? Like, could we have just skipped straight to the lion breaking? I don't know. No, we needed the dog's backstory uh, because one, it is longer than Zoro's backstory. It is. It is many times longer <laughs> because after also Luffy breaks out of the cage, we get. We get chapter 13 with more sad dog backstory. Yeah, but this dog's such a badass. And spoiler alert for everyone uh, who hasn't read it, uh, you know, those of you who are somehow even less into One Piece than I am right now, 
uh, we're going to get more sad dog backstory. It just keeps happening. It, it's something about like the dog's owner ran a pet food store and the pet and now he's he's dead. Uh, and so the dog is protecting the, the store, even though the town is like abandoned. It's OK. Uh, Luffy spins um, Richie the lion, who I have now called Lionel Richie. <laughs> so he spins he spins Lionel Richie uh with the gum gum gavel which is which is a new attack we haven't seen before. Uh and then Luffy feeds the dog to prove he's not a bad guy somehow even though after the dog was attacked by Lionel Richie uh he clearly needs medical attention. Uh and after this fight of Luffy using the gum gum gavel on Lionel Richie and Moji, uh, Moji is too beat up, literally too beat up, to report that Luffy is made of rubber, which makes Buggy angry because he's just like getting in this big misunderstanding of what Luffy is or doing. Uh, and I think... I think Buggy would be more threatening if he didn't keep saying ready my buggy balls. <laughs> no, that's that's threatening. If you had a clown yell that at you, ready my buggy balls. Would ready you my not balls, be crew int- member. Intimidated. Would you not be terrified? I just it just makes me really uncomfortable after we already had sad Cody the cabin boy that there's just there's just some horrid implications of ready my balls. God damn it. <laughs> uh, we then get the sad villager backstory, leading us to, in a world of pirates, why does anyone live in these seaside towns? We know there's mountains. We saw them in the first uh, chapter. There, There's mountains, although I guess those are filled with bandits, too. Why does anyone live in the One Piece world? Maybe that's <laughs> a bigger question. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> the town is my treasure. Boom, buggy ball, town mostly gone now. That's that's a bummer. Uh, but now Zolo is somehow magically better from being stabbed by Buggy, and Nami he, he is now okay with teaming up with the crew. And the mayor runs off to die. We get introduced to Kabaji the Acrobat, a man on a unicycle. Uh, that's that is his special power. Is he has a unicycle, has which to unicycle, be fair, I unicycles are hard. His, his special power is unicycle and unicycle adjacent abilities. Unicycle, unicycle accessories. It's all all his other powers, like his flamethrower breath, his swordsmanship, his ability to to spin bl- bay blades. All of these are just extensions of being able to ride a unicycle. Uh, and after our pre-fight entertainment of the mayor getting his face shoved in, uh, Team Luffy squares up against Team Buggy. And this is when the realization that Luffy is made of rubber is important, because he's able to deflect the Buggy Balls. Yes, Luffy. Luffy's rubber covers Buggy's balls. And again, why? He's made of rubber. So, rubber bullets get bounced off rubber. You know. I know. Sense. I just didn't want to talk about Luffy, how Luffy's rubber covered Buggy's balls because it sounds like the start of a really bad fan fiction, or maybe a really great one. I don't know. 
if, if there's a really great fan fiction that contains that, please point me to it or point Xander to it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you don't have any social media. It'll all come to me. And then I'll have to be like, uh, yeah, here you go, Matt, read this. It'll be extra Patreon content. You can you can tell me about the fan fiction you read. All <laughs> that if we ever have a Patreon, I'm sure reading the most horrid slash fiction that anyone can give us is definitely. And you present it. Here's the thing: is that I'm sure there are One Piece novels because there have to be. There there are there getting, are only two so far. Interesting. They were well, recently can, made too. You can give me a a kind of fifty fifty. Uh, it's either a novel, it's either an official novel, or it's horrid <laughs> slash fiction, and you Is don't this know. Is fanfic or official? <laughs> the answer might surprise you. <laughs> Buggy's balls do what? Are full of what now? God damn it! Continue. Move on from this, please. <laughs> yeah. Don't lewd One Piece. It, it, <laughs> one Piece is speaking wholesome Speaking of and moving on, in this next chapter, there is a very sudden art style change. All of a sudden, everything is grayscale coloring, as opposed to like a lot of the line work from before. It's it's like a it's like a a very big experimentation in the art style. Uh, it doesn't look bad. It's just very very different and mid arc a bit jarring. Uh. We have we have again uh, Oda being a dick to animals. Uh, Lionel Richie gets used uh, as a shield by uh, Kabaji. I had as a uh, a notable part of of the fight of the next fight uh, of the uh, of Luffy bouncing back the rubber of the buggy ball, uh, because you know just horrible things happening to Lionel Richie and he doesn't deserve them. All right, <laughs> he's he's just fought, he's. You know, his friend Moji's telling him to do do stuff. And, you know, Ly- Richie's a pirate, too. You know, he's able to make his own choices. But the fact that he's just getting used by everyone, I, I think he really needs to to set out on his own. So uh, this is my official petition uh, for Lionel Richie to start his own pirate ship. Moji is now finally able to tell everyone he's a devil fruit user after after everyone uh, gets has gets hit by the buggy ball. And to which Buggy is like, oh, well, thanks for telling me not. <laughs> so uh, I guess because Kabaji uses a sword and Zolo uses swords uh, and I guess a unicycle counts to like make up the difference in swords. Uh, they have a duel. Uh, but Zolo is uh, is still bleeding uh, and they they have a fight Uh Surprise fire breath uh, from Kabaji, uh, one of those unicycle adjacent powers that Zolo really should have kept in mind, um, as well as uh, all the the Beyblades. Dude, dude has a sick Beyblade collection. Uh, but Zolo shows why unicycles just never really caught on as a form of transportation, because he, in the end, he just kind of like he at first he like punches, tries to like punch Kabaji off of it, and then. Uh, he ends up like cutting himself or something to give Kabaji a handicap, just because he's like that good. It was it was a really weird sequence. Uh, the the coloring is like still goes on like throughout that fight. By the way, um, into the next chapter, we've got um, 
we've got Nami making a deal with Luffy that uh, if he if he beats Buggy, she'll team up with him again, and she's gonna go rob everyone. K, thanks, bye. Um, <laughs> Nami's great, <laughs> and Nami she claims to not rob like people who aren't pirates, but the pirates robbed the whole town. So isn't she still just robbing the townspeople? Don't think about it. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, I have in my notes, this is where the Beyblades happened. Okay. Uh, so then that's when we get Beyblades. Uh, and Buggy attempts to interfere in the du- in the duel. And uh, Luffy... Uh, but Luffy stops it and like grabs Buggy's like moving hand. Uh, and Zolo stops the... the the unicycle sword drop technique and uses his three strike onigiri attack to win. Uh, too much blood loss, sleepy time now. Uh, we then get the the revelation that uh, Bucky knew Shanks. What? What? I actually, uh, when I first read this chapter, I was surprised. Yeah, so um, then after that revelation, uh, the next chapter, the coloring style shift is gone. And it's back to that more line style. It's still a little bit more like shading based. Like there's still a bit more shading than there was before. Um, but it's still um, like very that very thick line based style that it was prior to the art shift. So I think by my count, the art shift only lasted three chapters. And just. Uh, or really two chapters. Yeah. So just just a very interesting like blip in the middle of the arc. We get uh, the the chop chop quick dodge versus the gum gum sickle, which is a uh, a rubber snap flying lariat. Uh, Buggy's kind of hurt the hat, and Luffy is mad because it, we get a flashback to his promise to Shanks and Luffy going over uh, how much that means to him. And Buggy's like, "Oh yeah, well Shanks and I apprentice together," and. Uh, that makes me mad. I hate Shanks for reasons, which we'll get into. Luffy psychs out Buggy and make him think he's going to punch the head. So Buggy's doing some dodging with the head. And then Luffy gets it with the gut punch, wraps him up and starts beating him senseless. And then the townspeople show up. And it's like the scene out of Les Mis. Like, can you hear the people sing, singing the songs of angry men coming in with their torches and their their pitchforks and such? And uh, while Luffy is beating the absolute snot out of Buggy, we get the flashback to Buggy's sad backstory, which isn't really that sad. The tragic Buggy story. It's not even tragic. It's just like all his fault. It's just Shanks is kind of there. Shanks, uh... Shanks scares Buggy into accidentally eating a devil fruit and dropping a map that was to a sunken treasure. And now Buggy's mad because now he can't get the the sunken treasure. So he's going to get all the treasure above the sea. But really, if you if you look at the scene like more carefully, Shanks saved his life. Uh, So really, this is all Buggy's fault. And Buggy's problems with Shanks are like his own issues and you should really see a pirate therapist. I'm sure there's a pirate <laughs> therapist. There, there uh, has to be a pirate therapist. I mean, in the world of in the world of One Piece, there, there's pirate lion tamers and pirate clowns. There's got to be a pirate everything. It's like pirate accountants and pirate uh, businessmen, pirate doctors. I mean, there there's got to be pirate doctors. There's there's like chopper and Tony, stuff. Tony, Tony, chopper. 
I, I assume this is doing it correctly. Tony, Tony Chopper. Uh, yeah, that's much better. <laughs> that, that, that's much better? Okay, cool. That's much better than what I do, which is just the worst. <laughs> I have no idea how long it is till Tony Chopper, but according to you, it's much longer than I think. So Yeah, yeah we won't uh, get there for a while. But don't worry about it. Whenever we do get there, you'll cry. You'll be so invested. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see how, how invested I remain in One Piece. Um, at the end of as uh, as Buggy's coming out of his flashback, uh, Luffy gives him the gum gum nut kick, and there go the Buggy Balls. Uh, and then, <laughs> then Nami joins in and helps beat him in the face with all the treasure that she stole from Buggy. And they they tie up the uh, his limbs, and Luffy finally knocks him out with uh, uh, the with the gum gum bazooka, which is a double palm strike. Um. The townspeople are really done with all the pirates and start chasing everyone out, including Team Straw Hat. Uh, but the dog gets in the way and helps them get away. So I guess the dog is like being a bro now. Uh, it's yeah, still it's, bleeding, it's because though. Luffy gave him his little treasure back, like the, the remaining yeah. of the destroyed uh, food store, a little bit of dog food. Yeah, although that kind of means that his treasure was the food and not the store, which kind of makes the dog... the only thing remaining of the store, of the pet food store, is the pet food. And the foundations and everything. But yeah, it's like, it's more he wasn't guarding the place, he was just waiting for someone to turn the knob with the key. Uh, anyway, they steal, they take a boat that the, uh, one of Buggy's lackeys boats and they sail away. Nami, Zolo, and Luffy. With all the stuff that they stole... Uh, which is kind of a problem. Like maybe, yeah, the the townspeople were right to be chasing them out because they stole all their stuff. So I guess Team Luffy is still pretty good pirates because they're still stealing everything. They're still stealing shit. They're getting money. They're upgrading their shit. They started on a dinghy. Now they got a bigger dinghy, and they got some treasure. Maybe they'll even get a sloop. Maybe they'll even get a sloop. So that is that is the end of of Orange Island, which was quite a bit. Um. I think that was what like 15 minutes of pure recap which is kind of kind of i think more than what we were going for i think it, uh, i think it's actually shorter than what we normally did i think last time it was like a good 30 odd minutes but uh this chapter we're, like we're this learning, arc is pretty yeah. like straightforward a lot of fights right we get to see some cool fights um wasn't as yeah dense. when the fight is like i i I you shoot fire at me. I punch you off the unicycle, but now you're back on Beyblades. I'm going to unicycle up a building and try and drop on you. Well, that's telegraphed. I'll block it and kill and beat you. You make it sound so lame <laughs> when really it's I'm so very cool. good at that. It's so cool. I mean, like this guy is on a unicycle sword fighting a dude with three swords, shooting fire and throwing Beyblades. It's. I mean, I guess a unicycle is a type of sword. I've it's never really thought about it that way, but a unicycle I mean, could be considered a sword. If you can run people over with a motorcycle, it's one step more impressive to do it with a, a fucking unicycle. Truck coon, more like unicycle coon. Oh, is there is there some unicycle going around now, isekaiing people? Because <laughs> that's that's the series that I need to see. That's the isekai we all need in our lives. <laughs> yeah, I was is, killed by is a unicycle unicycle. and reborn in another world. 
<laughs> and it's all like Victorian wheel based, and people have penny far are riding penny farthings and things. For those <laughs> yeah. of you who don't know, that like Rita Repulsa bike, where it's like the or like the old timey fancy handlebar mustache type bike, where it's like the g- super super giant big wheel, and then the super super tiny back wheel. That's a penny farthing. Ah, so cool. Um, but Matt, so what what are your thoughts of this arc? Right now, now we're getting a little bit more in the One Piece. We got the bigger arc, right? We get to learn some character backstories. We get to learn two: one of a dog, one of Buggy, a little bit of the village. A little oh, bit with, of the, with the whole village backstory. I think I think really what uh what made this recap shorter was I kind of glossed over the dog's recap because it it was just so over the top and so long. And <laughs> in the end, again, it was it was a whole chapter, or was it like half a chapter at least? It, it was it was like a chapter and a half. It was it was it's a lot. Good. It made me cry. <laughs> But granted, anything to do with dogs, I just get me. They hit it hits home. Luffy's like begrudging respect for the dog after being abusive to the dog. It's like um, you're protecting your treasure. I can relate. I too protect my treasure. Uh, hat. Yep. And then someone else hates your hat. Uh, and the hat's currently broken. Style. Hat's like shredded. Yeah, the, the hat is is very shredded right now. So that's that's a problem. Hopefully, he gets it fixed or something. Hopefully we'll find out maybe in the next chapter or several. We'll find out. We will find out. Uh, but until then, they they have a navigator, they have a first mate, and they have a captain. And uh, I think they had food while they were with the mayor. The mayor kind of took care of Zolo and like they were hiding out for a bit before they before the mayor ran off to his doom. I'm sure uh, in that like sack of um you know treasure and stuff. There's probably like some apples, some like meat on a bone. You know, there's probably some food. Probably some food. Probably some I mean, food. Nami did just basically take everything the pirates took, and the pirates took a bunch of food because they were having a feast. So, yeah, probably. So that that probably solves the food problem. No more, uh, no more need for bird-based transportation. I think they have two boats at the end of it now, right? Because they they took Nami's boat as well as their own boat. So I think they uh, have two boats now. At the maybe, end of this it was. Arc. It was it was a bit it was a bit rough with the whole um like running away thing, but we'll yeah, they have I, I just looked, they have both boats. They have a buggy boat and then they have their little boat. So they've upgraded. They have two boats. I got two boats. So Matt, are you excited for the, the next arc? What are your what are your thoughts of this arc? Tell me your thoughts on this arc. So th- this arc uh in comparison to the the previous arc uh romance dawn with the uh with captain underbite um morgan captain morgan uh he's got a little captain in him you know the man with uh you know if you swing around an axe arm no one will talk about your braces uh stop stop bullying the man (laughs) he bullies himself (laughs) <laughs> I, he he is a man who was overcompensating for being bullied as a child. You can tell. Uh, he uh, that arc was was fairly. I feel like this arc hit kind of the same number of beats, but had more time to play around with them. And while some places like dogs, like sad dog backstory, I feel like it kind and sad villager backstory, I feel like it kind of went around a bit too much um i think 
being able to spend a little bit more time on the actual threat, like villains of the chapter. We had a lot more going on with interplay with Buggy and his crew between Buggy and Nami. You know, it's like the dog, like Zolo's backstory was super quick, but um, Buggy's and like the dog, they all had like almost almost entire chapters worth of uh, backstory rather than just like half a chapter at most for for a complex uh, recurring character. So we we had a bit more there, and I li- I appreciate that. It felt like if everything felt more built comparative to the last arc. Yeah, it only keeps keeps building, right? Like we'll we'll see more Oda kind of really play with with building on with character. You're going a lot of character backstories because everyone, or not everybody, but the cool the cool characters get get them. So if they get a backstory, they're cool. It is double edged sword though because you can end up with things like villager backstory, which was really unnecessary considering that we kind of got from the situation that the pirates had moved in. So we really didn't need several pages like reenacting that. No, it we was... did. It gave the mayor like the reason why we needed to punch the mayor unconscious, so he didn't like you know die and leave the village without a mayor. Because he's so motivated, he so promised motiv- to protect the village because that's his treasure. And like, yeah, I, I get the whole recurring like this is my treasure message, um, but we didn't really need the. Uh, we didn't really need him to do it. I am a bit worried, given One Piece's given One Piece's legendary length. I am a bit afraid if the if the overall direction tre- uh, trends towards unnecessary amounts of building, like building that doesn't add anything to the current arc. Um, um, I, I think you'll be surprised. Um, there, there's a few times where it does get like that. I will admit, but. As it goes on, Oda kind of gets better with like, oh, we're going to show what's actually important, right? What enhances what's happening, why characters are doing what they're doing. Because we start like, as we've seen, we got more character interactions with with a bunch of people, right? Like Buggy's crew, Buggy with Nami, Nami with Luffy. Um, even during like the fights, right? There was still like a back and forth uh, between like Zoro and uh, Unicycle Boy. I mean, even Moji was was kind of a, a fleshed out enough character. Like characters like yeah. him, I would have expected to just be like and, and they beat him to and get he's gone. More of but he those. keeps and it's, yeah. it only gets better, right? Like, um, it's kind of rough. I think once we get to our long park, I think it's when you'll be like, I see the trend, I see Oda improving, and, and I think you might start getting a little bit more excited to be like, I want to know what he plays because he plays with things, right? Like. Uh, uh, like he'll play with his art style a bit like we, we saw in this arc right like his kind of style like slightly changed a bit for like what two three chapters um, yeah and then he kind of like meshed the two a little bit in the later ones uh, of this arc he kind of like kept certain things went back to how he did in the early chapters he really plays with with his stuff um and he also plays with with story structures a bit oh not structures but well he does that later on like way later on but i'm not we're th- that's jumping ahead um, but I'm very excited for next. So, so the important thing is then, the, yeah. does will we get a return of Lionel Richie? Uh, stay tuned. All right. <laughs> you, so you I'm, might be, I'm aware of Buggy is a recurring character, <laughs> which is part of why he's a fan favorite. Is he's a recurring character? I'm aware of that. Yeah, but Buggy is recurring. 
Um, there's a lot of, like oddly enough, there's a lot of reoccurring characters. Uh, sometimes they are like really brief um, because if you noticed uh, on the start of like every chapter, there's like a little panel of like, you know, like typically it's just like the, the straw hats just chilling on a boat, right? Like we saw Nami teaching a monkey in one of them, like how to navigate while like Luffy's in the background, like sleeping in the boat. Uh, those pan- like little, little one-off like title um, title pages start having their own stories following like other characters. So we get to see like what's happening with other people at the start of like some chapters. Like we'll, we'll start be, we'll start actually be getting that at the start of this upcoming chapter with, with Kobe Mm. and Meppo. Oh yeah. So, so the cover, so pay attention to the covers. They'll, they'll slowly tell story throughout the, uh, throughout all of that. We may have to do a whole thing about story arcs in in the covers then. Yeah. And oh. what does it mean to tell a story over that much amount that much time? Yeah. Especially oh, I think I'm jumping the gun. I think Kobe Meppo's like a little actually like way later. Um <laughs> yeah, but, you could have like, fooled we'll, we'll me. I have no idea. Things. Yeah, yeah. Well we'll start seeing those things over time. So pay attention to those those title cards. So so your reaction seems to be like you're you're kind of leaning into one piece a little bit more. Not not much difference, but it seems like you're liking it a little bit more. Just a tad. That's what I'm getting. I, mean, from I think it. this was this was better than the last arc. Um, the last arc I didn't feel was like that great, but it was also the the early steps. And I'm willing to kind of go through that. This this showed that there's like a bit of there's some promise in this in the series, at least like I can see why some of this is is like fun i'm still waiting for it to like really really hit because it's still it still seems like yeah it's a bit aimless right now um but we're starting to get the the drips of stuff like the there's the grand line and we need to get to it and oh hey here's a map so now we've got a map we can follow um things like that so there we're we're starting to get into where we have things that can drive the plot so um I'm interested to see where that goes and to see if that how how well the success of that is, at least for me. Obviously, it was successful for a lot of people. One Piece is like almost a thousand chapters in at, at the time of this recording. Yeah, they're, they're almost at a thousand. If, almost. Oda, you crazy bastard. Uh, successful. So we'll we'll see how that how that is. Because um, I. As the readers, as listeners heard at the beginning, I, I've bounced off One Piece before, and I don't know if it was just the pacing in the anime or what, but it it's was the pacing of the anime. I, I'll be the first to admit, anime's pretty hot trash when it comes to pacing. It's a companion yeah. piece, if anything. Reading the manga might be the uh, the way to get into it. Maybe that's that's what we conclude from this podcast. Is that might be the way in. Or maybe it's that if you didn't like the anime, maybe you'll like the manga, but maybe you still won't. Maybe One Piece isn't for you. We're going to figure that out. Either way, I lost a bet, and I have to read the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Oh, man. And the best part is, (laughs) it may never end. It (laughs) will. If if we catch up, it counts. If we catch up, it counts. If if um, it, if we catch up, it just means we get to start on movies, like like film gold, film Z, uh, world, uh, strong world. It's gonna be great. 
Um, Please say that that's not sequential. No, 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 no. Those are actually the later movies because the movies pre-time skip are pretty trash. <laughs> they're, is pretty, this, they're pretty bad. So is it, are these movies like Dragon Ball movies where it's like there's literally a million of them and 99% of them don't matter? Or um, is this like Inuyasha of, movies where you can actually kind of place them somewhere and they really count? Uh, so none of the movies are canonical. But the characters in the movies, like the villains and things, are canonical, at least for post time skip. I'm not sure on some of the earlier movies, because a lot of the early movies are like, we're going. Do you, do you know the show Toriko? I haven't seen it. But you know of it. I um, know of there it. There was a One Piece crossover with that show. OK. And there's like a One Piece. I think there's a One Piece Dragon Ball Z crossover um, uh, special as well. There's one where they play soccer. Like, it's just a soccer movie. Like, there's a lot of weird, like, spe- like TV specials. Um, there's the stuff that's obviously, like, not... Uh, yeah, so stuff that's yeah. obviously, like, this was made to pad time between, like, arcs and production of the regular series. Cross-production stuff. Yeah, advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Get advertising. the marketing execs in here, and then we need to line them all up and hit them with the buggy balls. I mean, we got some... We got Oda drawing up some Gucci material officially drew some stuff with gucci or for gucci well, I, I did see the the cu- the one piece cup noodle advertisements on oh, youtube they're so good. and those were those are actually good but that's more from the the soundtrack being banging the soundtrack's banging because that was done by uh uh bump of chicken right yes bump of chicken yeah anyways um any anything else you want to say before no just get uh i i'm interested to see how the next arc goes since from our previous conversation i think you like the next arc the next arc we're going to actually be splitting in terms of the episode and and in the spirit of that i will only be reading up to the assignment so i will not know i mean i having seen the anime past this arc i i, I know how it ends but when we get to when we get to the arc after it that's not going to be the case uh, yeah because we'll, we'll the next arc is syrup village which as probably my like favorite straw hat probably my second favorite straw hat that gets introduced in this arc um, i really we'll hope usopp being terrible is an anime thing because i did not like usopp in the U- anime usopp, usopp starts off really shitty <laughs> he's a really shitty <laughs> he's not a shitty no he's a shitty person he's a liar <laughs> but he grows on you. He just just wait till like later on, whenever like you see how Usopp starts and and where he becomes like a hundred chapters in, and then like a hundred more chapters in. <laughs> that oh, boy changes. Oh no. That's so many episodes. So many episodes. <laughs> All right. Well, what uh, listeners? What is our assignment? Your assignment is you're going to read chapters twenty two to thirty one. Chapters twenty-two to thirty-one. All right, so we'll yep. we'll read those. And the total arc ends at forty-one. So this give so you're reading about you're reading half of it. You're reading a good half of this arc. All right, we'll see how that goes. I'm so I'm so excited. Um, there's that, there's a sheep dude, right? There's, there's a, a sheep, sheep dude. dude. It's so great. That's he's a butler. I never I never really caught his backstory the first couple times, so 
the, the best I'll, part is to see you probably if he's, won't if... hear either. <laughs> no fluff, only syrup. Anyways, let's set sail. Um, thank you, listeners, for checking us out. If you enjoy us, you know, rate us on iTunes or Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you listen to it. Give us that five stars, that thumbs up. Uh, on that your heart, TI-84 calculator, that like TI-140 whatever you use. TI-140 calculator, that, that Texas Industry Industri- Ind- Institute, Texas Institute calculator. Texas Instruments. It? Instruments. <sighs> I've been out of school for so long now. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ending this. We're out of here. We're setting sail. On that TI, on that TI saxophone. On that TI saxophone. Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. To check out more of Birdie's amazing music, be sure to follow them on Twitter at HeyIt'sBirdie and check out their works on Spotify. I'm a big fan of the album VIMP. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas!